food is a beautiful and wonderfully complex puzzle piece of humanity. Food provides so much more than just nourishment and nutrition. With a rich history across our big blue beautiful world, it provides us with a sense of identity, a built tradition, a community, and at times, a peace offering. This time of year in the United States is the perfect encapsulation of the power of food as we come together to join hands and embrace in family, friendship, and love. So today, I'm bringing a subject to your table that embodies the same thing. A movie about a family where love, tradition, and food unite them both at the best and worst of times. So if you're like me, and you enjoy film and the impact and emotions they convey, then grab a glass of your preferred liquid and join me for the next little while. For me, that's a glass of Pinot Noir from our friends at Yellowtail Winery. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about the love of film. Welcome to Glazed Cinema. It's that time of year again, the holiday season. I don't know about you, but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. I love everything about it, from the smell of the leaves on the wind to the quiet morning before the day's festivities. Of course, food is always the star of the show, and I love to cook and bake, so it's a win-win in that regard too. My wife and I host Thanksgiving, and we love to see family and enjoy an extended weekend together. Honestly, I could talk about my love for Thanksgiving for hours, so I'll put a limit on myself. But today's episode is in that same vein. This is also a bittersweet time for me as well. Due to the holiday season being just a couple of days away, this will be the last episode of Season 2. I can't believe we're at this point in the year already, but here we are. I've had a blast this season, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself too. After this episode, I'll be taking some time off to enjoy the holidays with my family, but Glay Cinema will be back with Season 3 in early 2023. I'm working on some pretty cool things for our next season, that you might enjoy as well, so stay tuned for more on that. For now though, let's jump into our subject today. It's a movie that shows the value of community and the connections made at the dinner table. 
a film with a lot of great aspects that make it a memorable and enjoyable experience. Soul Food is a film that follows an African-American family from Chicago, told through the perspective of a young boy named Ahmad. Ahmad is a perceptive young man who adores his grandma, the patriarch, Big Mama Joe. Through Ahmad, we see the many angles of family and are introduced to all of the major players. At the time of the film, the family is going through a bit of a rough period. And through them, we experience the trials and tribulations that each member is faced with and how they overcome them. It's a film with drama, comedy, and a warm-hearted feeling as well. I would say there are three things, I will call them pillars, that hold the ties that bind the family together, which are love, food, and tradition. The tradition of the Sunday meal and the food enjoyed is where the title of our subject today comes from, the cuisine of soul food. It's a cuisine of comfort food and one that holds a lot of weight in the African-American community. For those unfamiliar with the cuisine, I found a great article from Black Foodie called The Humble History of Soul Food that explains this better than I can. In the article, it states, quote, Soul Food takes its origins mostly from Georgia, Mississippi, and Alabama a collection of states commonly referred to as the Deep South. During the transatlantic slave trade, enslaved African people were given meager food rations that were low in quality and nutritional value. With these rations, enslaved people preserved African food traditions and adapted traditional recipes with the resources available. Over time, these recipes and techniques have become the soul food dishes we are familiar with today. This food genre, now associated with comfort and decadence, was born out of struggle and survival. Soul food has a rich and important history that ties black culture to its African roots, and that history is deeply reflected in the staple recipes and techniques." End quote. The cuisine has seen evolution take place through the years, and unfortunately, sometimes soul food gets mistaken, or rather misrepresented, as either black or southern cuisine, when in fact it is entirely unique. There are main ingredients to soul food including fish, pork, greens, sweet potatoes, and legumes. And there are some great dishes, but with my sweet tooth, my favorite soul food dishes are candied yams, banana pudding, and sweet potato pie. And it's that cuisine that is not only the title of today's subject, but it is the fabric of the bean that holds pretty much everything together. In fact, some of the first images of this movie are shots of plates served up at Sunday dinner at Big Mama Joe's house. Around the table are her immediate family and the characters that will drive the plot forward. 
There are her three daughters, Maxine, Terry, and Bird, along with their husbands, Miles, Samuel, and Lem. Then there's of course Big Mama, and Ahmad as well. These eight make up the family and whose stories will interweave for the rest of the movie. The story is told through the youngest of the family, Ahmad, who is 11 years old. He introduces us to the members of the family one by one. There's his mother, father, two aunts and uncles, and of course his grandmother, the matriarch of the family, Mama Cho, affectionately known as Big Mama. The plot revolves around Big Mama, who always hosts Sunday dinner at her house for the family and friends. Things change, however, after she falls into a diabetic coma during a surgery to amputate her leg. Sunday dinners stop, and the family's rifts start to widen. Ahmad sees a way to reunite them, and tries to mend the wounds by hosting a family dinner like old times. Our subject today was written and directed by George Tillman Jr. and released in 1997 during the golden age of black cinema. At a time when other legendary films like Boys in the Hood, Friday, Love Jones, and The Brothers were being released, Soul Food emerged with something new to say. Tillman wrote the film based on his own experiences and love for Sunday dinners with his family. For some, including myself, extended family dinners happened more sporadically than what's shown in the movie, usually on occasions like birthdays, anniversaries, and of course holidays. Sometimes we would get together to catch up as well, but nothing scheduled like what's shown here. For a lot of families though, weekly dinners are normal and something cherished and enjoyed. Tillman himself spoke of his inspiration for the movie in an interview in the Milwaukee Journal. I'll paraphrase his statement. In the article, he states, my aunts would all be in the kitchen cooking, and the men would be in the living room watching sports. There were a lot of bad Green Bay Packers football games on during that time, but it was a time for all of us to catch up. We would talk. There were no cell phones. We talked to each other and knew what was going on in each other's lives. We need to get back to those traditions. I took those experiences and made it into a movie. My grandmother loved having everyone around. She believed in good food, good conversation, church, and family. If you said you were coming over for Sunday dinner and you didn't show, she would call and find out what was going on. My grandma was similar to Irma Hall, who played Mother Joe in the movie. My grandmother lost her husband in the 1960s, so it was important for her to keep us all together. Tillman's vision comes through brilliantly in the final product as well. Through stellar writing and fantastic acting, the movie is told with an intimacy and depth that is impactful and affecting. The characters are well fleshed out, 
and feel authentic and familiar. Introduce as strangers at the beginning, by the end they feel like family, a testament to the great writing and execution of the plot. The movie includes a great cast of skilled actors and actresses, including Irma Hall. There's also Vivica A. Fox as Maxine, Mia Long as Bird, Makai Pfeiffer as Lem, Vanessa Williams as Terry, Michael Beach as Miles, and more. Everyone does a fantastic job in their roles, and makes everything feel authentic, well-rounded, and whole. Every family has its trials, tribulations, and growing pains, and the one in Soul Food is no different. In the movie, it seems like everything changes when Faith comes into town. Faith is a cousin to the family and an exotic dancer from California, and has several unpaid loans that have not been forgotten. Apart from this, there is a marriage threatened by a lurking ex-boyfriend, another that has lost its spark, and some other drama as well. There's also an Uncle Pete who is pretty mysterious, as he hasn't left his room in quite some time. Like most families, however, most of the time, though, reconciliations are made and everyone comes back together to embrace and make amends. This usually happens through the wisdom of the elders, like Big Mama Joe. I'm going to take us off script for a bit here, but I promise I'll circle back soon. The first time I watched this film, I immediately connected with the family, as I'm sure a lot of us can. My family also has a strong female role model at its center in my grandma. My mom is a lot like her too, and has a lot of the same traits as my grandma. I know I'm fortunate in that regard, and I'm very thankful and appreciative for both of their presence and impacts in my life. Ma, Dad, I love you. Thanks for being you and for always supporting me. I don't think I can express how much you've done for me, my brother, and those around you. Like my ma, my grandma was a smart and caring woman who was very wise. My grandma was one of a kind, as was my grandpa. We'd always go up to their house, practically each weekend, to say hello and spend time together. They were like a beacon for us, a source of comfort. During holidays, my grandma would always host, cooking the most amazing meals for all of us. I always look forward to holidays at my grandma's, and I think that's where my love for Thanksgiving really started. My grandma was also a very warm and loving person, and a smile was never far away and she loved being around her family. I miss her presence, as I'm sure all of those who knew her also do. So when I watched Soul Food, I saw my grandma in Big Mama Joe, and I could relate to Ahmad as well. I think that's why I like this movie so much, 
is because I can see those I love within it. Soul Food was a hit upon release, making almost $44 million at the box office on a budget of just under $8 million. The success also spawned a television series as well, which lasted for five seasons. Another great piece of the puzzle that makes this film successful is its soundtrack. I can't talk about Soul Food, the movie, without talking about the music within it. With a list of great talent, including the likes of Missy Elliott, Boys to Men, Jay-Z, Casey and JoJo, Drew Hill and Outkast, the soundtrack extended out of the movie as well and was extremely successful. When it debuted, it topped out at number 4 on the Billboard Top 100, number 1 on the top R&B and hip-hop albums, and four singles also appeared on the Hot 100, making it a hugely successful effort by all involved. The first time I watched Soul Food, I didn't quite know what to expect, but I had heard all good things. The allure of the complexities and celebration of family drew me in, and when I pressed play, those are what kept me engaged and content. I was introduced to a family, at the start, and by the end I felt like I knew them, almost a part of them, you could say. Soul Food is a multi-dimensional film about family, perseverance, love, togetherness, and the communal table. Thanksgiving is a time for us to come together and celebrate those around us, and enjoy time and food as one. Soul Food is the film embodiment of that idea, and a reminder that love conquers all. So whether you're celebrating the holiday with family, friends, or your community, I hope the holiday finds you well and happy. If you'd like to watch Soul Food for yourself, you can find it on a variety of streaming services. At the time of this recording, you can find it on HBO Max. HBO Max is a streaming service with a diverse catalog of TV and film offerings and includes pricing tiers of $9.99 with ads and $14.99 ad-free. You can also find it on services like Prime Video, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, and Vudu for $3.99 to rent. This episode was written and recorded by me, Brian Kinney, with music by Kevin McLeod. That's all for this season of Glay Cinema. We'll be back with new content and more episodes in the new year, with the first episode of Season 3 arriving on your platform of choice on February 1st. If you like this podcast, Tell your friends or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Each week, there will be new content, including hints about episodes before they air. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, visit our website at glazedcinema.com. There you'll find more info about the show and a place to submit ideas for future episodes as well. 
For film fans who are hearing impaired, the blog page on our website features each episode in written form as well. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on February 1st, 2023, with another beverage and another fine film on Glazed Cinema. Thank you.